It's the Hot Damn Go Frank Yourself Show. If you don't like comedy, feeling good, being positive, and staying motivated, you about to hate this shit. Otherwise, sit back, relax, and let's have a good time. Oh! Yo, you made it back to episode three. What's poppin'? I appreciate your support. I am very excited about today's episode because it is a special one. I got one of my best comedy homies in the game here. Uh, You may have seen him on The Office. He's got two specials out. He's working on his third. Uh, Always been there as far as throwing shit back and forth that how can we improve on things? My boy Mikey Winfield. This one's not for the weak-hearted today. If you left your balls at home, don't show up. Get the hell out of here. Go take a hike. This one is not for the faint of heart. This is going to be a bold one. This is going to be a raw one. We're going to talk about polyamory, sex work, being transparent about those things. The secret sauce of stand-up that you may have forgotten to include in your shit. We're going to talk about marriage. We drop some gems. We got some cool shit in this one. Stay tuned. Man, it's lit. Just let's do this shit. Let's go. Yo. What's good, everybody? I got a good friend of mine here today uh, who I've been looking up to in the comedy game. And uh, we worked uh, together a couple times, but uh, I think we really clicked at uh, Rooster Tea Feathers, which is a comedy club in Sunnyvale. Um, and uh, we've just been friends ever since. We throw ideas around. Uh, we strategize together. And, uh, you know, just keep accountable, see, what, see what's good in... Uh, Always checking out what moves we're making, see what we could do better, um, see where we can grow. But anyway, uh, I got my boy Mikey Winfield with me. In the building, man. What's good? <laughs> How you doing, man? What's good? Hell hey, yeah. Yeah, man. I just had to come out with that, <laughs> man. You know? <laughs> and I backed up from the mic because I didn't want to be yelling. But man, I'm... Ugh, you man, know? Yo, I feel you. Exactly. I, feel, I know exactly what you mean right now. Hey, man. You know what's interesting <laughs> is like, that's how I feel, man. And that came out. But I look at you, man, and I feel from you. Does anyone ever tell you this? That you still have saved the world energy. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. they say it in a lot more asshole terms. Comics would be like, "Man, you still got faith and shit." They're like, yeah. "How come you haven't been ruined yet?" But yes, I do. I no. definitely have that shit. <laughs> yeah, man, I think it's gonna stay too. But you can tell, man, there's an element where you're like, "There's still a way to make the world a <laughs> yeah. better place." Yeah. <laughs> Hey, man, and I, you will have it. You will have it. Yeah. Because there's an element to me where it still exists, uh-huh. and then there's another dark side. <laughs> man, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying not to let the darkness win. Right, right, man. Yeah. I think, because uh, I had just talked about this the other day, how, like, you know, everybody, I'm sure, here and there wonders, like, what the fuck is the future of humanity right now? You know, yeah. like, okay, if technology doesn't destroy us, what kind of advancements can we have? Like, can we have more companies work off of moral? Or is, you know, is technology going to kill us in 50 years? Is AI going to take over? Are we going to have a nuclear war? Or let's say we get past the obstacles. How dope can life be? That's what I'm looking at. That's great. You know? It sounds like that takes intelligence or strength. You're right. going to have to be able to whip ass and kill. Or yeah. you're going to have to be really smart. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. My boy, Sean, uh, I was talking to you about him a little bit earlier before this. And uh, Sean was his his unique perspective is 
nah, the robots ain't going to kill us. Like, they're about to help us. Like, they're going to save us. And I'm like, damn, that's an interesting... I've never heard anybody think of it that way. Yeah, man, that sounds like glass half full. Right. You know, because there's people that are going to program the robots, and they're going to get some of us. Right. You know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, but not all of us, because they can't get all of us. Yeah. You know, I mean... Man, we are in a weird time right now. Right. You right. know, as far as yeah. our generation and our lives, this is very unique more than ever during uh-huh. the time for us. And it's just like watching it, you know, just happen right in front of us. It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I like to, uh, yeah, I'm just straight up optimist. And uh, partially it's because I don't know shit. <laughs> that's that's the reality of it is I didn't go to college and I didn't pay much attention in school. I got the basics down. I, you know, I got strengths in certain subjects and stuff, but like I don't I'm not super woke or super informed. Relatively, yes, but I think honestly, that's like ignorance is bliss. I'm like, with you. You know what I mean? I'm with you. Like man. we have too much good shit to yeah. just like I don't, I don't <laughs> I'm not going to win, you know, you know, political war. Like, I'm not here to, that's not our assignment. Just like you were talking about earlier. Like our path is to just bring joy, like straight up create joy and bring that shit to the world. So I'm just doing my job. You're just doing your job. I have been wondering though, like, what is, what is my reason? Uh You know, and I overthink it, man. And like, I hate when comics even do this. Like I, I made the bit. Uh-huh. I wrote the bit, man, and I just jumped into it because this story I was reading, you might have saw it. It was this homeless guy. He saved all these animals, mm-hmm. like real dogs from a burning shelter. The shelter was on fire. Mm-hmm. And he said, that's why God put him here. And, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> man, and man, that I was heartwarming. face. No, 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 man, that's this is a touching story, right, you know? Right. And I'm just like, man, you know, what happens after you do what God put you here for? Then what? Right. Like, you just watch Netflix. Like, because you already done your work. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, and then I think, I don't know, man, you can keep going, but doesn't it suck if God only put you here for one thing? Yeah. He's like, I that's, mean, that's you know. all I needed you for. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it depends how much you like that shit. If it's like, yeah. you know, if you're a therapist and you're a really bomb therapist, then yeah, that would suck. But if it's something that you love, I could keep doing it. Okay, you know? that works. That's great, man. Yeah. yeah. I was because I'm thinking like your buddy, man. He's like, hey, man, you want to go to the store and you like, look, I'll go. But if a robbery happens, I can't help. I've already done my work. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ah, yeah, man. I just really brainstorming on what what is this about? Right. That meaning the life stuff is just such a waste of time. Yeah. It's too vast, man. It is. I don't know. I mean, I don't we don't know if you're going to be reincarnated into a boot. Or a cat, or a dog, or if you come back as the person that you hated, you know? Amen. You could have spent 30 years hating gay people, and then your next life, you're just, you know, a, a gay dude, you know? Hey, man, I've been hearing a lot about reincarnation. So you never you, know. I don't know. You're saying because no one knows. Nobody knows. Oh, oh God. Yeah, man, but at least, you know, we're eating healthy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Eating healthy is like a great approach to hang around. Or at least a few more years. Yeah. Okay. I'm going a, I'm to a spin this a different direction real quick because I want to talk because I, I like to keep super transparent. And of course, you know, there's, you know, you don't have to, you want to veer back another way. I just think this is more interesting because I like what you said about 
the good side and the dark side. Yeah. There's something in the Relentless book about Kobe and all of the closers who are, you know, the quote unquote closers who are quote unquote relentless, which is the people who are, you know, the Tiger Woods, the Kobe's, uh, the Michael Jordan's who have this super laser focus where they don't give a fuck about anything else but championship. Like where there's detriment to the family. There's, you know, just yeah. obsessed with winning and it's really inspiring and motivating, but they talk about in that book, the dark side. And they talk about how like, you know, like, let's say somebody who's a great, let's say like MLK jr. You know, he was cheating on his wife all the time. You know, it's like a different, and nowadays that's, ethically okay quote unquote you know polyamory and like I Eth- don't know. ethical non-monogamy exactly That's what they exactly call it. Yeah, right. as long as you put some extra syllables on there it's all good you know i don't know but i want to talk about that because you know i i'm i'm in the middle of you know the old school way which is you have to be loyal to somebody if not you're a piece of shit and you're going to hell right and then nowadays it's like oh no you can have multiple partners and it's okay as long as there's mutual respect I How think, do you feel about that? I think you can do that as long as everyone is in the know. Right. You know, but that's not how our parents did it. Right. They had affairs on the side. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I mean, they were happy and unhappy. They just lived life regularly, man. And I think I'm pushing for just more pussy in my life, man. <laughs> yeah. I think I want to switch it around. My wife, she's just not on board with it, you know, and uh-huh. I think it's how I'm presenting it. Maybe my income needs to increase. Right. Like, I've had some incredible years. Uh-huh. You know, maybe she just loves me that much where she doesn't want to share me, which makes complete sense. Right. So it's like, all right, maybe I'm negotiating incorrectly. Maybe uh-huh. there is no negotiation. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I just need to live my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, no, honestly, I feel like I feel like I live a triple life. Yeah. You know, man, it's like what everybody already knows about me. He does comedy. You know, he brings joy. He works hard. He tours and he performs. A lot of people don't know I'm a husband. Uh-huh. You know, I'm a father. Right. You know, right. and then it's side three, man, with like closeted drunk bitches and <laughs> binges and whores, man. And yeah. it's like, man, yeah. like combined, it's like a superhero of yeah. joy. Yeah. And yeah. each feeds the other. Right. You know, man, like yeah. one makes the other happy and one makes this one necessary. And it's just like. What's really going on? Yeah, I know. I feel you, man. Especially like as entertainers, as comics, you know, we look good. We look good on stage. We have an extra leg up when it comes to women. Yeah. It's like, it's, you know, you get a couple notches up. If you're a six, you go to eight, you know? Yeah. You know, I've been really investigating and considering, like, should we take sex work for granted? I mean, they are out there. Those employees are out there. I support that 100%. Yeah. Seriously. Because, man, I get it. My wife is like, no, man, you know, she doesn't want me having affairs. But, man, let's just say it's sex work. Mm-hmm. That's not an affair. No, that's We're, an appointment. That's I mean, <laughs> it's business. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. You that's, I, I mean, if you think about the, the, the time it takes to invest in somebody, mm. you know, versus your career and your real, real deep values that you're trying to get to and trying to keep, like on your early stages, let's say as an entrepreneur or a comedian or artist, it's really rough financially in the beginning. So if you had available, reasonable, like a sex worker that you can go to, 
if you were laser focused and you were building something great, you know, you're starting a career, starting a business, starting a startup, whatever the fuck it is, during that middle, the beginning time, it's going to be tough. But if you had a sex worker that, let's say, once a month or, you know, you could go to? No, no. You said something even more profound. In the beginning, and you're talking about us, mm-hmm. what about them? Like, is there a website to get sex workers <laughs> in the early stages? Man. You know, like their first day? Yeah. Oh, there has man. To be. Where? You know, they probably sign on with all the professionals and they go for, you know, the high amounts, you know, in the beginning because it's a competitive field. But I think the success that could come from knowing this is like their first week. Uh huh. Yeah, man. And then that sounds safer because I'm trying to figure out a way that it doesn't sound gross. Right. You know, like I don't want someone tenured in the sex work business. Yeah. She's been ran through so <laughs> much. Like, I don't know how to not think of that if she shows up. Mm-hmm. You know, so man, like, how <laughs> do you just get reluctantly s- getting it in? Just like I don't trust none of you. <laughs> just each yeah. stroke, yeah, untrusted. Man. Cause that's unfair. It's really unfair to my wife to put her in harm like that. Mm-hmm. To be with a sex worker of yeah. that many years, and then just she doesn't deserve that. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas it is a if it's a new sex work worker, the chances of her, you know, having anything and. Stuff like that. Would be yeah. Good. Well, I think that's where if we're talking about supporting sex work, I'm not talking about hoes in any hoe stroll in any hood ever. I'm talking about legit with structure sex workers where you do get tested, you know, super frequently, you know, and you can't get into this, let's say, organization or company unless you're clean, you know, mm. and safe practices are there. That's still hard to trust. You know, everyone yeah, knows someone, is, they is. know people, and they're like, all right, we'll let, we'll let her slide. She, yeah. She good peeps. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. So, yeah, even that, it's just, oh, God. It, it's tough because, you know, we just horny fucking dudes. Like, we're just, it's nah, tough. Nah, nah, man, this, it comes with a purpose. But I will say, it, it's tough for me because mm-hmm. I'm in the, like, seniors. Like, how many old women... <laughs> Are just getting started. This in fool, sex work. this motherfucker wants to get a slightly experienced senior sex worker <laughs> to please him. How are you gonna find that shit? That's man? what I'm saying, man. <laughs> she doesn't even know how to work websites at like yeah. sixty. But I don't. She doesn't have to be sixty. But I'm just saying, like that would be the preference that you she ain't was sixty. Older. You ain't sexy. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's man. A tough Inexperienced senior sex worker. That's a tough. There's line. a lane for that. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. that sounds like a kink. Yeah, man. It sounds like it's just not gonna work out. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be forever confused. Hey, but ashamed know, and aroused. The question has to be: How do I do my best work? Do I write the best jokes when I'm suppressed? Mm. <laughs> or when I'm relieved. Because, man. man, I got two hours of just anger out. Yeah. Like, I got an hour special and another hour special just, just based in anger. Yeah. Like, man, I speak about it all the time. Me and my wife, we were just button heads. Mm-hmm. And I don't even want my next special to be that. It's just all based in anger. Yeah. Some of the jokes, I loved them. Mm-hmm. There's a few that I would consider to myself like classics, like one or two jokes. But it's like, is that what I want? Mm-hmm. You just can't keep doing the same thing. Another right. angry special. Yeah. Yo, man, it's time. It's time for something different. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I've seen you know seeing you perform. I could tell that you you wouldn't need that. I obviously it the relief or the uh, shit. I I don't think you need the the rage or the 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 crazy situations. I think you're good enough comic to do just observations. Even while things are good, I think you could still find the funny in that. Okay, you know. No, that's helpful. My wife would appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like a like a Seinfeld or like a Brian Regan, they just dissect topics. It could be even something, you know, it doesn't have to be about wifey. It could be yeah. something, you know, that's ridiculous in the public. Like when you did the joke about the vending machines mm. and, you know, the, the signal of somebody, be careful, the vending machine might fall on you. And then there's a stick figure of the vending machine falling on top of them. That shit was hilarious. And there you go. That's not like a rage. That's more just an observation of like, yeah. look at this stupid ass fucking person. Yeah. So just channel into that. Yeah. But man, it's hard when this becomes and has been forever the therapy. Mm-hmm. And there's no mm-hmm. other way to get it out unless I like kill people or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, and man, it's like really inside. And I don't know yeah. how to get it out, man. And I do, you do, do you do therapy or not? I've done some. Uh-huh. It's been a while now. But man, all these years I've been like saying my wife is angry, but I'm thinking it's been me the whole time. <laughs> you know me, I've been blaming her, yeah. but I'm sitting in this rage, this anger and not knowing how to get it out other than uh-huh. performing it. Yeah. Whereas when she's mad, she'll tell me she's mad right. and we'll get into it. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, maybe that's the healthy approach uh-huh. versus how I've done it, which is bottle it in. Yeah. And if I'm not booked, the shit stays in. Right. And right. it doesn't <laughs> ever come out until there's time to like write. Like I got books full of shit that I've never said out loud. Because yeah. I was just like, it's like, a, it's like a slingshot when parents send their, their girls to some all-girls school and tell them, you better be a saint, you better be a saint. And they're just pulling that slingshot back further and further. And then they get out of that school and they just, oh, out, you know? Yeah. It's like that with you. you. The rage, it's like a slingshot, pulling it back further and further. And then finally, you just sling that bitch and it just flies. But man, here's the on catch. Stage. The catch is a lot of the direction comes from the feedback. Uh-huh. And there's so many couples that... Mm. Love it. There's so many people like, man, I was going through this. And, you know, we all hear that. You know, your comedy helped. But more than ever, there's couples that are like, dude, that's me. Mm-hmm. That's me. So if I'm speaking for someone, mm. it makes me not want to change. Yeah. It's like, yo, keep doing what I want to do anyway. That's kind of what I want to do. I just feel like the start of this new year, you know how like you get caught up in resolutions and mm-hmm. renewing and new stuff. Like I should be doing something different because you tell yourself that mm-hmm. instead of listening to the people that are saying, no, bro, that joke about this. Mm-hmm. No, that was me. More of that. Man, that's a trip. Because one way you want to be like, let me resolve this. And then the other side is like, nah, fuck that. This is bringing me all kinds of, you know, content. All kinds of jokes. I do want to resolve it. And we've tried. Uh Uh-huh. And it's just... We love each other. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is, man. Like, we've decided. Like, I'm not leaving her. 
Right. She's not leaving me. Yeah. But yeah. even if some dark shit happens, she's still not leaving. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we're just going to be in the same box no matter what happens. Mm. And it's just like, you can get along in that box. Mm-hmm. Or you could like throw blows yeah. in that box. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's tough because, you know, you want to be able to adapt and change that that pattern of you know it's a pattern it's it's a pattern it's straight up like this is what happens and then you know i always do this the same way i bottle it up so how can you change it to where you communicate better with therapy or with talking to your friends about it or hoes with the podcast or hoes yeah or hoes i don't know man it's like you could take out the therapist and then just talk to the sex worker like she's a therapist as you're doing what you're doing. Hey, man, she's out there. <laughs> that, that intelligent sex worker is really out there. Yeah. And people will laugh when they hear this. Like, nah, she just had sex for money. No. No. It's no. not just that nope. all the time. Nope. I know a, uh, a stripper who I may or may not have done things with that I talked to that said, sometimes dudes will go in the back where the lap dances happen and she'll just talk to them. Like yeah. they don't cheat they don't even touch each other. He doesn't even want the laughter. He just wants to talk. Yeah. So that's a real thing. Yeah, man. There's some women right now that are just like don't know when they're gonna get their next meal. And they're like, I would never do that. Like that nasty girl making all that money, feeding her children, paying her mortgage. I would never demean myself like that. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> you should reconsider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these yeah. bills, it's tough, man. Yeah, I man. mean, but then there's nowadays in 2021, there's the opposite. There's the women who are like, I can show my ass and respect myself or, you know, Finally. sex work is good. And yeah, that's great. Finally. I support it. Yeah, man. Uh, like not to overly push it, but it's just like, man, be yourself. Do what you want to do. Right, right. You know, and a lot of the things we do, yeah, they come with consequences. But, you know... You can be in control of your own life mm-hmm. and make those decisions. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What would make you happier? See, that's the problem. Like we're doing all this stuff to make someone else happy. Mm-hmm. What would make you happy? Right. You know? <laughs> Honestly, I would like to have that. I would like to, I, I would like to give a real shot at, you know, ethical non- Okay, look, so I know so many people feel that way, but Uh they didn't get a chance to put their cards on the table when they started their relationship. Mm -hmm. So now they're like eight months in or longer, and they're like, I do love this person. Women too, I love this guy, but I would like to open things up, but now they feel like it's too late. Mm -hmm. I I could lose this person. Now, are they willing to lose? Probably not, and it's going to hurt, but... That versus keeping that bottled in forever? Mm-mm. <clears throat> Hell no. Bottled in Hell for, no. forever. To the no, Yo, no, there's no. people that are married 10, 20 years. Right. They feel this way yeah. and they can't explore it. Yeah. Because they have children now. Mm-hmm. They have mortgage. They have bills. They have responsibilities. Yeah. They left the parking lot where they have that, the spikes. Don't, yeah. don't go backwards. You're going to pop your tires. Right. They left out that parking lot. Yeah. That's, oh, man. Well, 
I mean, that's why they're so jealous about our generation, the, the newer generations, because they get to talk about that right off the bat. And because, mental health is real now. People actually talk about yeah. this shit now. Right. It's like discussions are being had. Uh-huh. And I don't think years ago people were having discussions. Right. They were just hopping into it for love. Especially us. Especially men. We didn't talk. We, a no. lot of us don't talk about shit still. Right. right. But. Your camera you know. stopped too. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> just all so right. you know. All right, it's you know. all good. We could just take uh, snippets from that. Audio listeners, I was recording the video version, so. Yeah. Yep, that shit stopped. I was like, Mike was like, yo, my camera's stopping when I have my Canon camera. And then I was like, oh, it's probably the SD card. <laughs> and then my yeah. shit stopped. <laughs> yeah, you're like, never happens to mine. Yeah, <laughs> What yeah. you should do is. <laughs> uh, it's all good. Um, all right, well. I don't know, man. I mean, I wonder what the future will be like, you know, like as far as relationships go. Is that going to be, you know, fewer marriages, Mm -hmm. you know, whereas what if marriage exists, like just ended up gone? The world will go in disarray. I think it's important. Monogamy, marriage is really important for rearing children. Uh It's important for just to avoid chaos. Yeah. Imagine if everybody's fucking everybody. Yo, no. that's a mess. Yeah. There's kids here. There's kids over there. Who's going to raise them? Who's the dad? Whose rules? Whose moms? It's too much. It would be a COVID-20, a ratchet version from all the STDs. Yes. It would explode. So, therefore, I see the importance. Yeah. But I, I understand the necessary evolution of people opening up and having conversations. Because... Right. Depression, like you said, mental health. A lot of that is because people bottled don't, up. Yeah, they're bottled up. They don't know how to like. Yeah, man. If anybody knows how to tell them to not bottle shit up, it's you. <laughs> yeah, man. That's the that's the that's the core of this conversation today. Like, find a way to let it out. Find the strength. Right. Find the strength. Yeah. To just do and say it. And let me tell you this: as a comic. Once you open up and allow yourself, oh, it's endless. Yeah. The creativity will flow. Mm -hmm. And I've done it in increments in life. Uh Like there's times when I like, okay, I made a step and I opened up a little more and I was like, oh shit, my comedy's growing. Mm -hmm. Then I've really had conversations with my wife about some real stuff, you know, that I would probably never bring up years ago and I bring it up Mm. and man, now we grow a little bit more. Yeah. It's just this freedom and something unlocks. Yeah. It's like getting the next code in video games and now right. you've unlocked yeah. more uh, <laughs> assets to your player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's man. it, man. Do you want to be great or do you just want to be like someone else? Right, right. No, yeah. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to really live the happiness like 100%. And I want everybody to be exactly what you're saying. Like, Nah, man, go for that shit. Cause I feel like, in a sense, we have a similar like vibe as a comic on stage. When yeah. they look at us, they look at you. They look like it's like, oh, this dude is full of life, energetic, you know, nice. Like they think, you know, and 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 I am, but I like, am too. I'm very right, nice. You I'm, are. I'm kind. I'm so kind. Right. Super nice. But then that sometimes they think, oh. Wait, he said something mean. Like sometimes I'll put a dark joke out and they're like, yeah. 
they're not really fucking with it. So it's like, uh, I thought you were nice. You can't say mean things, but it's like, no, no, no. I got to be authentic. I'm human. Right. Yeah, man. Like, who is one way? Right. Yeah, man. It's layers. You yeah. know, like, no, they don't always get that out in TV when they're describing characters. But, yeah, man, we are layered people. Mm-hmm. We're so complex. That's one of my things lately that's been uh, floating around the front of my mind a lot is the the concept of being humble. Like, I had a friend, I had a talk with my friend Darian. He's a super successful real estate dude. Like, when I talked to him uh, a couple months ago, he was like, man, we were talking about how happy we were and how fulfilled we felt. And he was like, he was like, yeah, man, last month, he's like, I made what I made last year doing real estate. He's wow. like, so he's like, I'm at that level now. And he's like, and I'm not even like flossing it. He's like, when they'd give me awards and shit, he's like, don't even stop telling them, blah, blah, blah. He's not like that. But anyway, the point was, we were talking about being humble. And he was like, nah, he was like, nah, man, you got to cut that shit out. He's like, when you talk to somebody, I told him that I hide my happiness sometimes from certain people. You know, when I mm. talk to them, how you doing? I'm like, how their energy is, I'll, I'll come down and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay, man. I'm doing pretty good. And if it's somebody like you, I'm like, bro, isn't this shit sick? Like, life is super dope right now. But I hide it with certain people because I don't want them to, like, get jealous or feel bad. And he was like, nah, fuck that, man. He's like, seriously, like, be you. Because what if you were talking to that person you were like, you know, I, I'm, I'm all right, man. And then you left. And then they were secretly just as happy as you were. But they didn't know because you didn't say shit. Oh, no. Isn't that right. an interesting point? It's very interesting. What do you do when you hear somebody who's either negative or super low energy or they seem down and they ask you how you're doing? How do you respond? Hey, man, I don't even think about that. <laughs> I'm like always this. Yeah. You know, I do feel, though, if you don't find the compartment of strong feeling, uh -huh. which comes from anger, which comes from real intense happiness, you won't get a lot of followers. You won't get a lot mm -hmm. of people that want to, like people are, they, they buy into passion mm -hmm. and bad news. They That's true. love bad yeah, news. Yeah, look at drama. Yo, they click on negative yeah. shit. <laughs> Yo, man, have something sad to post. <laughs> Everyone's in the comments that day. Right. <laughs> but tell them you got your new job. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but do you want a full out like written comment? Have some negativity, yeah. man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, man. So it's, it's tricky, you know. Um, I feel like the masses are more on the drama and negative side. So yeah. it does make it tougher. But I'd rather take the people that are happy than... Yeah. But but that doesn't mean that I'm going to hide when I'm mad at something. You hey, know? man, look at this. Become there's great. a lot of shit I hate. Just become great. Yeah. Yo, man, and there's comics listening right now. And they're like, how do I become great? Right. Yo, man, <laughs> I think it's because I've been doing this so long. Right. right. How long has it been now? Oh, man, I don't even tell people like that. But <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, it's over 17 years nice. in stand-up. Hell yeah. And this is what I do know. I can make any comic funnier. Mm -hmm. Any comic. I can actually make myself funnier. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And sometimes I do, and sometimes I just like, you know, I'm going to just go this route. But there's so many different elements and levels of being interesting in writing. Uh -huh. And what people do, they talk a lot about recording. Mm -hmm. A lot of people record. They never listen to it. 
Right. They just record it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I did something through the course of, I don't know, it was like a three-year stretch where I recorded everything. The night of, mm-hmm. listened to it, tagged it, wrote something, performed it the next night, mm. tagged every single like show, man. Yeah. And I watched it change and I watched it grow. And now I've done that so much. It's just who I am because I yeah. built that um, that habit. habit. Right. Yeah, man. And it's like it's nothing for me now. Like. And it's like, okay, there's nothing to do now but use that same 30 and uh-huh. just cram it, edit, and everything. And every comic can get better. Yeah. You know? Um, what I do think, we were talking about this, man. We were talking about this earlier, is that um, we don't always have an audience. Like, now I'm going to dive in the race. You know, man? Like, how big is the market to people who look like you that are just going to support you because they want you to win. Uh You know, like if you're a white dude and you go out with something we've probably already done, you're probably famous. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, know, but you know, there's a percentage of black people, you Mm -hmm. know, there's only so many black people. So like they know you and then there's this small market. So sometimes you got to do other things outside of comedy. Right. And that's a decision you got to make. And lately, man, what I've been told, what, what the universe is telling me is just keep doing stand-up. Yeah. You know, the other stuff is going to come again from the stand-up. Right. So just kind of keep doing it. Yeah. I said I was going to record a special this year, and I kept saying it, and I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to record a special because I got these jokes. But then out of nowhere, man... I'm looking through content and I find a 30 minute joke. I mean, like set that I did with none of the jokes I'm doing right now. Right. And it was from, I thought it was 2020. It was 2019 Mm. live audience in a club sent it to my label. And they were like, Oh my gosh, man, this is a great set. That's all I wanted was more content. Yeah. Something else to put on a YouTube page, something else to have on, you know, series radio and Spotify and all that stuff. And somehow, man, I threw that into the waves of the world. And now I got by half hour. Yeah. So it's like, yo, that's crazy. Cause you know, what's crazy. I told myself I only wanted to do in half hour. Uh, Why is this set 29 minutes? Crazy. Yo, law of attraction at work, man. It's always, Hey man, I didn't put that part together even though I've been thinking about this lady till just talking to you right now, mm-hmm. the fact that the set that I found is 29 minutes. <laughs> Yo, that's, in, that's crazy. Exactly what you need, man. Yeah, man. So what else do you want? Right. Cause put that out there too. Yeah. I want more horse. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But ah, my wife, man, she just blocking. <laughs> She's in the way. Oh man. So how, so obviously do you guys have good sex though, or is Incredible. It, no, you just want variety? Okay, got you. Man. But you still just crave more. Yeah, man. That's 
I read about that too, man. It's just this human nature thing. Yeah. To you know, uh, from for to crave more, you know, and right. It's just it like sucks. more success. Yeah. I want more pussy too. It's crazy, but that's. I know, I know, man. It sounds <laughs> it can sound selfish too, you know. Yeah. And really, sound some people selfish. are gonna be like, "Oh my god, that's terrible," but it's like. Nah, you got to be open-minded, man. Because like you said, a lot of people will think that, but they won't say it. Yeah. To the world, they're going to be like, oh, no, no, no. I think what they were talking about was terrible. But right. secretly, they wish they had hell. You know, man, I think the sucky part for me is I have incredible self-control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's mm-hmm. the reason for her happiness. Yeah. That's why she's happy, because I do know how to just you know, walk away and things like that. It's not like, like, don't take anything I'm saying. Like, there's no influx of a flooded DM, you know? (laughs) There's nothing crazy like that. Yeah. It's just, it's just what it is. But, yeah, man, I've, uh, I've figured things out. Mm -hmm. I think my mind is strong. I've lived a lot of years of, um, just relationships, you know, and, I used to be afraid of uh, confrontation. Mm-hmm. I see the importance of it now. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's weird, man. So what do you, uh, why do you think it's important? Because, man, it's not always like anger being negative. Sometimes it's literally, let me get this point out. And every, people get their points out different. Mm-hmm. Some people get them out calmly. Some people have to, you know, yell and scream. But if you can filter through and really hear what someone's trying to say, there's growth to be had. Right. So it's not, oh, here we go again. It's like, listen mm-hmm. to what they're saying and be there for them. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people just want support, appreciation, reciproc. How you say that shit? Reciprocation. Yep. <laughs> yeah, validation. Like, yeah, validation especially. Yeah. And... All that's important, and it just it takes work. You just learn. You know, I wish I did it more. Right. You know, but I do see the importance of it. It's not always just negative. And I've been saying that since I started comedy. Like, all she wants to do is argue. I think the the fault here is that I wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. I didn't always want to get mine off my chest to her. Right. That's what should have happened. Yeah. Yeah, communication is everything because that shit straight up turns into physical, like, build-up stress. Yeah. And then later on, of course, it comes out, the wrath comes out. Or, man, like, a lot of women do this, man. Guys, too, I guess. Physical in the form of putting their hands on you. Right. You know? And it's like, oh, gosh, don't put me in that spot, you know, where I got to be a little bitch because I'm not going to hit you back (laughs) because I feel like I got too much to lose. Right. You know? Like, yeah, man, if I had a regular-ass job, (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you these cashier hands any day. Oh, my God. That's hella funny. Then my kids, they have to look at me different for the rest of my life knowing what I did to their moms. Right. Yeah, you be trying to give them a hug and show affection. They be like, I don't remember. Nah, nah, I forgot that right that hook. Cool. That ain't cool what you did to mom. <laughs> <laughs> but she was talking too. She hit me first. Nah, oh, it don't man. matter. It don't matter. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, well, let's talk about it real quick. We'll spend a few more minutes. But um, So I definitely, like I said, 
before we started recording, I mentioned that I wanted to showcase my friends and my network, whether that be comedians or actors or business owners, because, you know, character is super important to me. And you're just a good dude. Obviously, the sexual shit, some may think that that's weird, but who gives a fuck? Hey, man, but we should all be weird. Yeah. I mean, whatever your form of weird is, it's like, why does everyone have to be the same? Right. You know, right. I, I enjoy the quirks and the weirdness of people. Yeah. It makes them interesting. Right, right. Hell yeah. So let's talk about real quick. Let's drop the uh, the social media stuff before I forget. Uh, mm. So go ahead and. Man, look at this. When am I on the most? Lately, YouTube. Mm-hmm. But everything is Mike E. Winfield. So there's two E's in the middle. M-I-K-E. E in the middle. Winfield. Instagram. Mikey Winfield. Twitter. Mikey Winfield, Facebook. I don't know. Go to bigassteeth.com. <laughs> bigassteeth.com. Real website. A lot of stuff on there. A lot of jokes. Yeah. There's a whole hour special on there. It's called My Side of the Story. So yeah, you can watch that for free. Yeah. Then definitely got, tap in. Go ahead. Yeah, and then there's Amazon Prime, which is a special called Stepman. So that's out too. Okay, cool, cool. So that's everything. That's just his work. And then I wanted to get into what's popping right now. So obviously, Mike is a 100% stand-up comic, dedicated to the craft. He's figured out how to mold that work ethic of, this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to shoot my shit. I'm going to go back, make it better. Do the same thing the next night. And I'm just going to keep getting better and better and better. So what, what, uh, what else are you working on right now that the people that will support you. What can they see next? Hey man, I don't know when they're going to see this, but I got three scripts written in a half of movie finish and I'm excited about it because that's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to kind of create my own opportunities in the uh, written world. And man, I want to mention this premise, but I always get, I'll, I'll say it's so vague that it doesn't matter if someone tries to, you know, but I got a couple <laughs> ones. But man, I got this series about this guy who's being haunted by lust. Uh-huh. So that's the concept of it, man. Nice. And it's like, it's not even a comedy. It's just like a drama series, you know? Yeah. And then like his whole life, that's what he pushed to do. And now it's haunting him ah. because it has a hold of him and it's just, just one concept. Ah, you know? I like that. I like that. Yeah, man. That aside, man, I got obviously... Just the comedy based on my life. I'm writing that. Mm-hmm. That's out there. I got the script, got that all set. But this movie is fun. I'm working on. I'm writing this other. I always do this. I write comedy and then I write a drama. Mm-hmm. And then after you take all this time to write a drama, you're like, okay, I want to be funny again. Mm-hmm. So I'm writing another comedy. <laughs> this is stupid. I would say it out loud, okay? Uh-huh. So I'm writing this comedy series, half hour series about this guy the the ups and downs of being really endowed (laughs) (laughs) so his whole life is gonna be about the problems and the successes Uh he's had from just having a really big ass dick (laughs) right and then it's like people like oh this is stupid but there's a dark side to that, you know, yeah. like and you can check t- out more details on bigassdick.com. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But man, I'm talking from being teased and like in grade school mm-hmm. during gym, like I will take third leg. Yeah. You know, man. <laughs> he's been sad. And then I'm gonna have cutouts of like interviews, you know, like um 
like some of the shows when they do the to camera uh-huh. with some of his past people like that. Then there's other people <laughs> that are just like their experience with sizes and stuff like that. And yeah. that, it's just going to be a series man, oh, about that's this dope. guy's life. Yeah, that's you know? super dope. I like that. Yeah, even though like that's the core, that doesn't mean he doesn't go to Thanksgiving with his family. <laughs> you <Yeah. know? laughs> that doesn't mean he doesn't live. He jogs. You know, like, his <laughs> he whole pays life, his bills. He's yeah, he does regular stuff, but it's just what he's had to deal with. Mm. And people think, you know, there's people right now and it's like, oh man, he must have a great life. But no. It's yeah. not all great. Right. It's a lot of struggle that comes with that. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, That's and, and man, and and some people can really get the core of this. This is not even about sex. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. Yes, right. that's the core part we're talking about, but it's not something that's just about sex. It's just about, you know, regular life and some people have insecurities. Mm-hmm that they live with every day that other people don't know they have. Right. You know? so, I mean, yeah, the, the, the big dick thing sounds, you know, similar, even like with women with big ass titties, like I've talked to them where they're like, I have lower back pain and yeah. they're like, I want to get a breast reduction. Like, you know, similar where yeah. it, it really affects them. You know, they're <laughs> spilling shit on their titties all the time. Yeah, they're, they're in getting, the way. Right. Yeah. In the way, all kinds of shit. Right. Um, so I'm like, and doesn't it, what is it? It's not scoliosis, is it? Like when you're carrying weight up top, uh-huh. through your whole life, your back starts to like almost yeah curl. morph. Yeah, 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 and that that affects your uh, your kinetic chain, which is basically in in uh, kinesiology, the study of human movement and, and like anatomy. It's basically just your head, shoulders, hips, knees, ankles, and feet. Right? Yeah. It's just one straight line. Right. So when you get that spine that starts to go out of place, protrude backward or forward, yeah. it fucks up everything. Yeah. Like, that's where injury comes in. All, yeah, so that's some real shit. Yeah, man. I'm going to send you some pages. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's another thing. When you're doing it alone, you got to have other eyes on Oh, yeah. I love grouping together. Like, that's why I like having meetings with comics, brainstorming all the time. Or, yeah, what do you think about this script? Or what do right. you think about this bit? It just right. helps out. It does. I'm a, since you shared a, a premise, I'm going to share a premise, too, for a, a <laughs> yeah. serious thing that I... Hey, so. man, because it's documented right now. <laughs> right, This right. is time stamped Exactly. Right now. Hell yeah. So don't be stealing our shit. <laughs> I'm going to smack you with a fucking frying pan. Okay, this is... I had an interesting idea. So this is some, this is some wild shit that really happened. When I was driving for Uber, some rich white lady in SF ended up telling me, like, I used to pay my personal driver $30 an hour. And I was like, wait, what? And so she basically wanted to hire me as her driver. And mm-hmm. I did it. And her and her daughter, she was getting 10 k a month from child support. Mm. Just child support. Yeah. Plus, she already owned a house. So you rich, rich lady. Yes. But anyways, what I'm getting at is she used to work for a company in New York, a big company. And so she used to be a producer. And so she had, she was like, we should write a series together. And I was like, I couldn't really tell how serious she was. She was crazy, like pills crazy. Yeah. So I couldn't really tell. But we ended up throwing ideas around because I was driving her around all the time. So we had plenty of time to plant this seed. You took the job. I did. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. It was great. And it was great. It was fun because she was funny. We'd just have a good time. And most of the day, I wasn't even working. We were just hanging out. We'd go to Dave & Buster's and go drink beer at like 1 p.m. and just fuck around and making hella money, doing nothing. But 
Um, basically, and ended up, it turns out she wanted to fuck me, and then it just got weird, and I didn't want to fuck her. And she, mm, we just, that's how it ended? Yeah, kind of. See, it, man, that's the problem with sex, yeah. when it ruins business. Right, right. Damn. Well, it, it was more so like, the, the daughter would have like tantrums and stuff, and I was like, this is how old was the daughter? too much. She was like six. Oh, so the lady, the older lady was getting the child support uh-huh. for that daughter who right. was six. Oh, uh-huh. Okay, okay. Yeah, but the, the daughter, she ended up lowering the rate a little bit, and then her daughter was throwing a lot of tantrums, and it was like a lot to deal with, because I'm, I'm not a babysitter, but I would have to like help, you know, we'd be in public, and she's screaming, and I'm just like, look, wow, I'm like feeling weird, you know, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what to do with this, so... It just ended up getting weird with that dynamic. If you guys stay together, you could title the series Uber Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the daughter, yeah, it, it just got really weird. But anyway, but during all that time, we had talked about writing something, and she was like, you could be a struggling comedian, and basically everybody knows you as a shaman, not as a comedian. So every time I come across somebody, they're like, hey, Frankie. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you, you see my comedy? And they're like, no, you're that shaman, right? And I'm just like supposed to talk to them about like I'm, I'm like a therapist, like a spiritual guy. Mm. And so, you know, they keep calling me like Paco, just what my weird ass spiritual name. And they're yeah. like, yeah, I've been going through my chakras aren't aligned or, you know, just weird. And I keep wanting to do comedy, but they keep... I keep being really successful as like this shaman who just gives people shrooms and like, you know what I mean? Just like mm. some super Berkeley type person. So wait, wait a minute, what's the arc for season one then? So this is, this is going to be the arc. So this is my struggle. And then the other thing that happens is I go to Coachella and I fall in love with this girl and she doesn't tell me she's polyamorous. And the first time you know, we communicate, let's say during the pandemic all this time. And then we finally meet up and she has like eight different dudes with her. And it's like one young dude who's like 15 and he's got a gun and he's just hella hood. And then there's like a different guy who's just like regular Bob type guy with the career. And they're like, oh yeah. Oh, so you're, you're a partner too. Welcome. And they just like, and I'm just like shocked at it. So that's where the problem comes in. And I'm so, like, I don't know how to accept that. Okay, so this is like a reverse Big Love. You ever seen Big Love? Uh-uh. Oh, look it up. Okay. Oh, my God. Great <laughs> show, man. Great show. It was an HBO show, too. Okay. So what does your character realize during the course of the season? Is he going to realize that I need to give up comedy and maybe I should be giving the spiritual advice? Does he realize, oh, no, I found myself trapped in this relationship and I can't leave her? Mm-hmm. But now I have a lot of husbands. <laughs> Maybe I was, you know, in the husbands the whole time. Like, it, it has to be a a start this way and finish this way by season one. Right. So that people can follow that journey. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't I haven't explored all the details of that because there's it's so many angles to take. Yeah. Because I think it would be nice. But I wonder if, you know, her her basically she. Her baby daddy has the same attorney as the Kardashians. That's what type of financial situation is involved. Question. Does the Uber lady have anything to do with this? Or that was just who you pitched the idea with? We came up with it together. This is where it gets controversial. Okay, so what if she came back to try to sue me if I ever. So that's none of the story then. 
Huh? The Uber lady is none of like. No, she's not in the story at in, all. In, at that all. was very interesting. It is. It's a bit of mine. <laughs> it's a bit that does pretty well, but I haven't gone. I think there's more layers. That's to that. what I thought the series was. Okay, yeah. Was you? You ended up driving for this lady, and then you guys find yourself getting closer. You start off as our driver, and then uh-huh. you guys are in a relationship. Then you're like. Raising her tantrum six year old because she's six by now, and yeah. I thought that was it. So that head, that's not somewhere. No. So they people can steal that idea. <laughs> you want to steal something? You guys can have that. I already but, have it as a joke though. That's already <laughs> online. Yeah, our jokes end up on TV all the time. Okay, damn it. Okay, but but I could include is, that. I could throw that in there. It doesn't work with that show though, because your show is about you fall in love with this girl, mm-hmm. love at first sight. And you find out you're one of seven, eight husbands. Mm-hmm. And it's just her. Right. Wow. So she's like a queen. She's like a queen bee. Yeah. And wow. that's why I love her so much. Because that's why so many guys are on her. Okay. So yeah, that's a whole different show. All right. We're going to stop giving people our ideas and just wrap it up here. Because we, we're over our time. But uh, always, always a pleasure, man. Always, yeah, man, always absolutely. fun kicking it. It's, absolutely. it's natural and it's always like you never left. That's the comedy business is you could be homies with somebody and you won't see them for a year and you, you catch up with them. It's like, you never left. It's just, Damn. it's always cool. Always a good time. And it's never like, Hey, you never hit me up. No, nah, bro. Like we know a lot of people. So, man. but it's always super fun. Honor to have you on here, man. And, Thanks, uh, man. Yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be chopping it up and make sure you guys, all everybody that I have on here is for a reason. I really want you to support them on this journey because, you know, he's got the star power. I got the star power, so you know I'm a, you know when I'm up there, I want to showcase all my friends. Man, my friends are super dope. Mikey's hilarious. You guys might have seen him on one of my shows before, but follow the journey, man. This is Mike's unique experience that he's gonna talk about, and he does it really well. You know, so uh, make sure you tap in and uh, give them a follow. And uh, yeah, man, anything you want to leave with? Hey, man, not at all. This has been amazing, <laughs> man. It's all good. Hey, keep doing what you're doing. And, um, you know, I guess they'll, uh, they'll see us when they see us. Yeah, definitely. All right. Thank you.